0: Good morning, and welcome to Simply Finance. It's Thursday, February 15th. On today's show, Close Brothers suspends dividend over FCA's motor finance investigation, and South Korea prepares a $57 billion corporate financial support program. Plus, Muthut Finance stock surges 5% on strong Q3, but analysts remain cautious on margin outlook. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply Finance. We start off with a significant development in the financial sector. Close Brothers, a financial services company, has announced that it will suspend its dividend payout for fiscal 2024. This decision comes as the company assesses the impact of investigations by the UK financial regulator into past commission arrangements made by several motor finance companies. Here to discuss this further is Bella, a correspondent for Simply Finance. Can you tell us more about this situation?
1: Yes, David. Close Brothers has decided to suspend its dividend payout for the fiscal year 2024. This move is a response to ongoing investigations by the UK financial regulator into past commission arrangements made by several motor finance companies. The company is currently assessing the potential impact of these investigations.
0: What does this mean for the company's dividends in the future?
1: Close Brothers has stated that the reinstatement of dividends in fiscal 2025 and beyond will be considered. However, this will largely depend on the outcome of the investigations and the impact they have on the company's financial position.
0: And what could be the potential implications of these investigations on Close Brothers
1: and other motor finance companies? The investigations are looking into past commission arrangements, which could potentially lead to regulatory penalties or changes in business practices. This could impact the profitability of these companies and, by extension, their ability to pay dividends. It's a situation that investors will be watching closely. Thanks for that update, Bella.
0: As we continue to monitor these financial situations, let's shift our focus to South Korea, which has announced a financial support program worth 75.9 trillion won, or approximately $56.97 billion, aimed at companies that are increasing investment in key sectors, as well as small businesses grappling with the impact of high interest rates. Here to delve deeper into this is our correspondent, Michael. Can you tell us more about this financial support program?
2: Certainly, David. The program includes $15 trillion worth of low-cost policy loans from a state-run bank for key industries, such as the semiconductor and battery sectors. Additionally, commercial banks will provide $20 trillion won to support small and medium-sized businesses according to a statement by the Financial Services Commission. What prompted this move by South Korea? Chairman Kim Joo-hyun of the Financial Services Commission stated that banks need to start making efforts to expand support for companies moving beyond consumer financing focused on mortgage loans. He pointed out that evolving trade relations with China, technological advancement in major industries, and the fragmentation of global supply chains pose new challenges to companies. This has increased the need for regulatory reform and financial support. And what about companies that are struggling
0: with high interest rates?
2: For companies facing liquidity issues this year due to high interest rates, banks will offer a temporary cut in interest rates, according to the commission. This move is expected to provide some relief for businesses that are struggling.
0: This is a significant move. How do you think this will impact the South Korean economy?
2: This financial support program is likely to provide a much-needed boost to key sectors and small businesses in South Korea. By focusing on industries such as semiconductors and batteries, the program could stimulate technological advancement and innovation. Moreover, the support for small and medium-sized businesses could help to mitigate the impact of high interest rates and improve overall business health.
0: Thanks for that report, Michael. Now, Shifting our focus to the financial markets, shares of Muthut Finance surged 5% on February 15th, following the company's report of a 14% rise in net profit for the December quarter. However, brokerages remain cautious as margins missed estimates. Here to delve deeper into this is our correspondent Celeste. Can you tell us more about the performance of Muthut
3: Finance? Certainly, David. Despite the surge in share price, Muthut Finance has seen a decline of more than 6% in the past month, compared to a 2% drop in the benchmark Sensex. Analysts at CLSA have given Muthut Finance an underperform call, with a target price of Rs. 440 a share. They believe that while there may be some improvement in net interest margin, a further rise in cost of funds is likely.
0: What about the company's revenue?
3: The company's revenue was up 27% in the third quarter from the year-ago period. However, analysts at Morgan Stanley have given an underweight rating, with a target price of 1,165 per share. They noted that the net interest margin at 10.9% was below the estimated 11%, although the assets under management growth and pre-provision operating profit were in line with estimates.
0: What steps is Muthut Finance taking in light of these developments?
3: Muthut Finance has approved raising up to Rs 16,000 crore through an issue of non-convertible debentures. The company's standalone loan assets under management increased 23%, while gold loan assets under management grew 22% for the nine months ended December 31st. Muthut Group Chairman George Jacob Muthut said they aim to capitalize on the strong growth opportunity in affordable housing, microfinance, personal loan, and vehicle finance, and grow the share of subsidiaries to 18 to 20% in the next five years.
0: How does this compare to Mathut Finance's competitors?
3: Last week, smaller rival Manapuram Finance reported a profit that beat estimates driven by growth in non-gold loan segments. It's a competitive landscape and it will be interesting to see how Muthut Finance's strategies play out.
0: Thanks for those insights, Celeste. Now shifting our focus to municipal finance, Painesville City Council has chosen Dollar Bank as its public depository for the next five years, a move expected to save the city over half a million dollars annually. This decision comes after officials noticed high fees, low interest earnings, and unsatisfactory customer service with the city's current savings account at Chase Bank. Here to discuss this further is James, a correspondent for Simply Finance. Can you tell us more
4: about this decision and its implications? Certainly, David. The transition to Dollar Bank is expected to start on March 1st. The city's finance director, Bill Parkinson, has stated that the savings will come from higher interest earnings and lower fees. The rate is locked in, and the city is looking at a net monthly saving of about $47,000. Over the course of the five-year agreement, this amounts to a substantial sum. That's quite a significant saving. How did the city come to choose Dollar Bank? Parkinson reached out to five banks and found that Dollar Bank offered the best deal. He also spoke to other entities that use Dollar Bank and found that they were satisfied with its services. Given the substantial savings, and Dollar Bank's good reputation, Parkinson felt it was an opportunity too good to pass up. What does the process of switching accounts entail? Switching accounts is a complex operation. It's not as simple as draining the account at Chase Bank and depositing the money into Dollar Bank. There are various operations to ensure that money is moving as expected. Parkinson described it as a process that requires a lot of consideration, testing, and verification. However, he assured that the transition will not incur material costs and will not require budget adjustments.
0: And how has this decision been received by the City Council?
4: The City Council approved the new depository in a unanimous 6-0 vote on February fifth. with Councilman Mario Rodriguez excused from the meeting. The savings will be prorated as Painesville transfers its savings.
0: That was Simply Finance reporter James. Thanks for shedding light on this development. And with that, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply Finance. We'll see you back here tomorrow.